How is how is things? How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome back to episode number thirty-two. Thir- unlucky? No, that's not one, is it? Thirty-two? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So welcome to the magic. Uh, two years into when your life really starts. Episode of F and I Rap Chat with myself, Paul Butler Lennox. Myself, Paul Webster. Um, yeah. How are you feeling about? We're coming up to a year. Wow. Since we started. A, a year older. A year <laughs> rappier. <laughs> no, grand. It's 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 been a r- wonderful experience for me. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, we might do a little review. We'll come back to that idea. Yeah, also, we might do like a Parkinson kind of. Yeah, just looking back. At yeah, looking back. Uh, Ma- yeah, Michael Bublé. It's worth marking these things. I can't believe it's been a year. You know, um, time so. flies when you're talking shite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and having crack. Yeah, yeah, and also having crack. So this week, who have we got on, Paul? We have TJ O'Grady Payton. Yes, yes, yes. A wonderful uh, filmmaker, actor, uh, works in commercials. Uh, you might be fam- familiar with his film Wave, um, which he made with Benjamin Cleary. It's all For about the, it's all about the Benjamins. All about the Benjamins. <laughs> uh, Love the wave. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah, it's a, it's a really clever uh, short. Uh, TJ was nominated for the uh, Dublin Film Festival Discovery Award. He won, jointly won with Mia Malarkey, another one of our guests this, oh, really? this year. Yeah, did you not know that? I didn't know they both won. Yeah, there was, they were joint winners. They were so good they couldn't separate them. <laughs> um, so yeah, TJ uh, talks a little bit about how he got into film and what he's up to next and all that type of stuff. And he's a sound lad. Such a sound lad. Yeah, really nice. Um, so yeah, what else we've got? Uh, we're still looking for collaborators. Yeah, if you um, here's here's something for you guys. If you're away, um, just uh, one potential idea. If you're away and you're you know trying to make your make your name in uh, abroad in the states or the UK, and maybe you wanna you wanna do a short bit for us um, or like a one-off episode about your experiences and how how it works over there. Or you know you have uh, you want to review some movies or something along those lines. Yeah. Don't be afraid to give us drop us an email at fniraptchat at gmail dot com. That's a great idea. A report from an ind- from a part of the industry. Yeah, say if you're in, say if you're in Canada or you're mm. you know over over in the states and you can be an actor, whatever it is that you do, but you're doing it somewhere else and you want to let people know how it's going it might be cathartic for you if that's what you want to do yeah. bang us on an email yeah we could even take a few of those stories and put them into one episode something like that yeah we can do that uh, <laughs> what else is going on um, buy me a coffee yeah you know what you can do if you've ever fancied sitting down for a nice cup of cha or coffee with Paul Webster what we'll do is we have what we call the buy me a coffee cardboard cutout Paul Webster special edition you tell us where you're going to go and we'll, I'm, I'm only joking, go to <laughs> www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash FNI. If you'd like to donate, basically, uh, you know, other people use Patreon, but we feel that the whole buy me a coffee thing is a little bit more relaxed and a bit more fun. Um, it feels as if you're supporting us in a different way. Yeah. Uh, check out our FNI uh, social media pages, facebook.com forward slash film network I, the group, of course, which is approaching 14,000 people. And you can get us on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash film network Ireland. If you, yeah. And if you can't do that, if you can't afford uh, a coffee, please just tell a friend and uh, get a uh, subscribe uh, rate and review all that stuff that all really helps us um, keep an eye on uh, the usual platforms we're 
we've got a lot of content at the moment. We, we've had a great summer. Uh, we've had a great couple of months. We've so many good people. We're stockpiling guests like pallets on yeah. Halloween. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, we really enjoyed it. Um, next week we've got Sarah Dillon, uh, who used to work with the film board as development exec, and she's now running the RAF one. That's a really good one. So uh, keep your ears peeled for that one. And equally, we have something very exciting coming up in the near future. So. Keep an eye on social networks for a, a sizable announcement pretty soon. We have a very special guest and we're going to be looking for questions. We want you to send in your questions. So we'll let you know uh, about that soon. Okay. Uh, hello, TJ. To TJ. TJ Hooker, everybody. TJ O'Grady Payne. <laughs> Uh, how are we all doing out there this fine day? I hope you're enjoying the last death rattles of what's left of the summer. That kind of lovely, humid, sweaty, uh, breezy weather. Uh, today, we're very lucky. We're joined by uh, a director, an actor. Am I right in saying both of those things? Mainly director, but, Ma- but doing no. a little bit of acting. Okay. Which came first? Uh, directing. Okay. Always wanted to be an actor, but... Um, Never really had the bottle to give it a go until I turned thirty. I was like, ah, oh, have a go. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to welcome to hell. Yeah, um, great. How are you, how are you doing? Good. Thank you for having me on. This is very exciting. Yeah, it's great to have you, man. Yeah. yeah. What mode are you in? Are you in director? So, what are you working on at the moment? I'm definitely in more director mode. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Like, I feel like I haven't been properly getting stuck into any acting stuff uh, just because I've been focused on directing this year and it's mainly like kind of commercials and stuff like that that I'm focused on but I'm really wanting to do a short and you know maybe a doc just non-commercial I'm I'm kind of gagging to get stuck into something again yeah and is there a lot of Say this year was there a lot of pitching? Oh yeah that's that's the main buzz it's always pitching 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 so that's kind of like with commercials, you are doing that constantly. If if you're lucky, sometimes you're not, and then you're not working at all. But like, pitching is a big part of the process. Right. Yeah. And do you like it, or does it get a bit? Um, like <laughs> it depends on the job. You yeah. Know? yeah. Like, yeah. I I like some of it, and then some of it can be kind of tedious, especially if it's not clicking. Yeah. But um, if it's a project you're into, you know, it's enjoyable because you're seeing your approach and you kind of are getting passionate about it so it can be a fun kind of creative challenge but like it can also be if it's something you don't care about and you're just doing for money kind of like you know not not good right. <laughs> not fun. Yeah. yeah 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 um so yeah we might go back to the start of what what were your first forays into actually making films yeah well always wanted to be involved in films since i was a kid um where are you from, actually? Uh, Bray. Bray. Okay. Yeah. So, like, but I moved Cinematic around a bit. Mecca. Yeah. Well, like, a lot of films got made outside yeah, yeah. my house when I was a kid. It was yeah. like a big location for yeah. for shoots, and My Left Foot was one of them, and uh, some other kind of like shitty B movies, like Treasure Island, starring like <laughs> some random actor. Right. Yeah. So that was always a bit of you know something you were made you more interested in 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 the whole process, but. Um, like, I toyed around as a kid making stuff, but never finished anything, you know? Mm-hmm. You'd, like, shoot it on a VHS, 
really dodgy kind of scene. Yeah. And then not do any editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah this will just fix itself at the end. Yeah. yeah. But um, after college, I went to UCD and I did uh, politics and sociology, which I didn't learn anything about. Um, I started was working. Just, did you just, I'll just do a course? Yeah, yeah. Like I was not sure what to do. Yeah. And you're 18 and you just like get advice from your folks. Like, ah, oh, that, that'll be grand. So yeah. do that. Right. And then after that, I kind of tried to get work experience in Ardmore. Uh, and I became a runner okay. on the Tudors, and you were working, uh, Paul, on the Tudors that, the first season when, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I remember I recognised you from from that from years ago, way back when. Yeah, Jesus, that was like ten or eleven years ago. 12 yeah, maybe. E- even more about twelve. Yeah. yeah. What part did you play? Sorry, part I you're in it. Well, don't worry, I, you blink and you'll miss me, <laughs> okay. like everybody else in the community here. <laughs> yeah. I got two lines, and I was out the gap before I even knew I was rolling. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, incredible to be just even there. Frankly, yeah, it was crazy. It was like it was such a spectacle. Like I, I remember just walking on the sets and just being like, "Whoa, this is insane!" Because mm. it was such a big budget shoot. So I was a runner. I actually did uh, work experience for a couple of days, and they hired me after it, and they fired one of the other runners. Oh no! <laughs> no. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and basically, yeah, that was my first step into the industry as a runner, and that was really good learning curve and kind of seeing all the you know pros doing their thing and kind of yeah. understanding how a crew works and stuff because mm. there's jobs you never even heard of yeah. when you first get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah. kind of all became educational. Yeah, and seeing how teams, different crews, click together and all that. Totally. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So that was great. Um, and then I did that for a while. I was a crew member for Bits and Bobs on a few different shoots. I was also training AD for a while. I was on the Tudors again. And then Stella Days with Martin Sheen. Okay. And like some other kind of small productions and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and just then, earning your stripes. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure out what to do. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of kind of spoke to a few people and got some advice because I knew I wanted to direct and the the route I was taking, you know, was definitely earning money and kind of learning about the industry, but it wasn't like a stepping stone to directing, you know? Mm-hmm. So someone was saying that it'd be better to maybe go to film school and try and make stuff and that's what I did. So yeah. I went to film school. I was the in L- film school? Uh, say again? The National? No, I was, I was in London Film School. Oh, so right. that, 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 that was uh, the main guy there who was kind of like the patron or the, the, the chairman was Mike Lee. So Mike Lee was like wow. one of the guys kind of critiquing your work at the end of every term. And he critiqued my work twice and absolutely <laughs> lambasted me. <laughs> really? Oh. And like I was quivering like a little kid because <laughs> he was like, he doesn't like this at all. Everyone else did well apart from me in terms of like some of the critiques. It One, one film I did good. Okay, but like one in particular, he was like cinematography, excellent. You know, <laughs> editing, amazing. <laughs> He's like direction, terrible. <laughs> oh. And was it the performances that had problems with? Probably, yeah. That was one of the things. It wasn't like when when you look back on the short now, it's not online. I've hidden it, but uh, it, yeah. it was a great little concept. <laughs> okay, uh, that someone that my friend had come up with, and we kind of were working on it together. And like, yeah. it was quirky and fun, but um, yeah, you, 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 the, the perfor- performances weren't great, and like, it just. I didn't even understand how to get a performance then. It was just mm. you're just winging it. But like, yeah, definitely, it was fun at least. Do you think you needed that? Uh, yeah, like I think people. It depends on your personality. I yeah. think some people are better at just going out and making stuff, and some people need a bit of guidance. And I guess at that stage, I definitely benefited from some help. But I've learned way more uh, after film mm. school on the job. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. And what? Yeah. So was that one year? Uh, it was two years. Two years. Yeah. 
mm. and yeah, like well, two two years well spent. Yeah, it was or, class. Yeah. You know, just yeah, yeah. unbelievable crack. Every <laughs> yeah. every Wednesday you're watching a movie yeah, and like yeah. studying Alfred Hitchcock, or you know, just kind of immersing yourself, going to all these talks because you'd have people come in. Paul Greengrass came in, all these amazing filmmakers, and like you're literally just hanging out with people who are passionate about film and 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 consuming films on a on a huge kind of rate. So like it was, it was really amazing time. Definitely one of the most fun couple of years I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I worked in Ardman Animation for a while. Oh, cool. That's uh, cool, man. On a TV show for uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. And I was like a, a, a studio coordinator. I think that's what I put in my CV, but I was a, a runner again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do you think London is a good place for filmmakers to be? Yeah, defo. Yeah, yeah. like there's amazing. Like yeah. I think it's difficult, but I think everywhere is probably difficult. Yeah. Mm. But there's a great, you know scene of filmmakers there's amazing production companies there's a lot of routes to get into probably more opportunity mm. but more competition because you know a lot of people earn their stripes through music videos and there's a lot of commissioners there and a lot of bands mm-hmm. and you can probably get more uh, you know pitches in and a decent budget to start than you probably could in Ireland there's there's less chances but like you know you make your chances and anywhere you are you know yeah. so like yeah. it's 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 less competition here more competition there, more opportunity there, less, you know, yeah. I think it's it's a much of a muchness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so you were there for a few years after the course? After that, then I came back at the height of the recession, stupidly, not knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the money is. Yeah. All there. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I had, I had more contacts in Ireland. So, like, I kind of okay. was like, you know, I can get some work again. I can start doing some AD work and kind of figure out what to do um a lot of people in london who i was hanging out with were going separate ways as well so it was like it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if i stayed but i came back and started working as an ad again on some stuff um and at the same time kind of saw some other filmmakers who you might know mm-hmm. uh like stevie russell and and other kind of up-and-coming directors were making test ads and they were kind of breaking into commercials and that was mm-hmm. like a opportunity to, to direct and also earn money and mm-hmm. um, so i kind of had my eyes set on that for a while kind of figuring out how i could maybe take that step but at the same time i started kind of Hanging out with Mark O'Connor, who's the director of Cardboard Gangsters, yeah, yeah, um, and kind of effectively became his assistant, you know, for right. for for a while. Just worked for him, yeah, trying to learn because he had just made Between the Canals, and then he was in the process of making King of the Travelers and um, Cormac Fox. Shout out to Cormac. <laughs> uh, he 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 was. Uh, doing his first feature so it was like an interesting kind of dynamic between some you know people who were there was something brewing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so i just kind of piggybacked off that and tried to help in whatever way i could trying to maybe progress my career in a way where you know i was trying to learn from people who were pulling the strings rather than being like a tea maker which i'd done plenty of you know yeah um and yeah, just end up working on on that for a while, and, and, and off the back of that, Mark uh, wanted to make uh, um, another feature which he and John Connors had written. Mm-hmm. Um, in like I don't know how long they wrote. I think it was like a month. They just banged out a feature, yeah. and it was like Christmas time, and they were just like slaving away in yeah. Ma- on Mark's uh, little flat, yeah. and um, we just kind of haphazardly, you know, idealistically said, screw it, let's make a feature and, and gave it a go. And this was, that was Stalker, Stalker, was it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we, we crowdfunded that and ended up making it within like six months. It was like literally just, 
I didn't have a clue what I was doing, you know. <laughs> Does anybody really? <laughs> what was your? I was. Role I produced it. Okay. You know? So oh, like, yeah. you literally just you know, just kind of pulled strings together and like you know got locations and got like you know people are working it for 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 nothing and you know very much just kind of all hands on deck kind of yeah. film school approach you know it was yeah. very kind of small crew and yeah. Barry Kyo and, and John Connors and all the guys like yeah we had John on a while ago he amazing yeah yeah, he yeah. It. It was great. so yeah they, they're they're doing great so it was and yeah we, we we all had a little reunion at this year's Iftas which was amazing you know because yeah. we all um, were up for something and and it was gas to see like. The, the the old kind of team after all those years kind of progressing high five in each other yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was we we, we wave one for um, best short film yeah and uh, little 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 humble brag there <laughs> and uh, yeah well done <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as I was walking up uh, Barry who was obviously you know at the top table we were we were in the back yeah because uh, um, it's only a short and Barry was at the top and I was walking by and we were like the second or third award and he was like thank me bro <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And yeah. with because there was such a short time in that, what was like? How did uh, you get everyone so motivated? Or what was? I, I pro- to be honest, probably John and Mark. Yeah, you know, they were yeah. they were you know um, they were pretty kind of big names at, yeah, uh, yeah. at that kind of you know stage of of yeah. of, of, of the scene and stuff yeah. and like very much off the back of King uh, off the back of Between the Canals which is yeah. obviously like a great great film and, and got had a lot of uh, energy and momentum mm-hmm. people wanted to kind of work on something and like it's not hard to find people who want to work on a film you yeah. know we were yeah. all very much um, from myself and, and, and other people who were crew members like we for the most part were hungry to make stuff mm-hmm. so like it wasn't as if we were you know, getting in some person who was like, you know, twenty films down the line. It was yeah. very much people were at that stage. So, yeah. so just everybody wanted to make a name for themselves. Yeah, yeah which is yeah. good. You know, did you enjoy being a producer? Um, yeah, it was grand. You know, yeah, I wouldn't really want to be a producer yeah. ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's tough. Unless it was like an exec and you just don't do anything, yeah. that'd be grand. <laughs> do you appreciate? The role of producer. Oh, of now. course, Jesus, <laughs> flipping the, the and and the more I do this, like especially with commercials, the more you can see how a good producer can affect uh, so much positive impact on a shoot. Like I did a, a job last year, which was my biggest job um, for Asics, and it was like a big campaign. It was like seven shoot days. We shot in Vegas, uh, New York, and LA, mm-hmm. so over a month. It's like a mammoth production, and like I had a producer on that who. Um, like initially was a bit of a you know you know I don't want to say tyrant's the wrong word but she she was on me to kind right. of have my shit together yeah uh, and initially I was like oh my god this is a nightmare <laughs> um, but she literally like we're 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 good friends now but she literally uh, had so much kind of conviction and and tenacity that she made me work harder and that elevated the production 100% so so I think a good producer can can really do that especially we'll drag if, the best out of you yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wonderful. So, yeah. so uh, what? What? When did you? When did you get the bug? I guess or the inspiration after kind of obviously you did some specs and then went into commercials and but what like at what point did you go? Okay, now I'm ready to to jump into something or now I I, I think that uh, I don't know. I was there a, a I, point? Yeah, like while while the stalker was going on. And King of the Travelers, I was kind of doing low-budget music videos with a friend, uh, Dave Magner, and we kind of had a little collective, which didn't really go anywhere, but it was, it was, I guess, a, a stepping stone into 
learning how to direct because we were getting small budgets off music video um, commissioners and made like three or four music videos, um, three for Ten Snake, who was a pretty decent DJ in, uh, I think he's German, but he at that time in England, he was kind of, you know, very much a, a crowd pleaser at kind of parties and stuff. And like yeah. he was doing the scene in terms of, you yeah. know, festivals. And, and I saw him in the Twisted Pepper. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was listening back to some of his tracks there recently, <laughs> yeah. just going on a YouTube binge and like, you know, serious nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we did three videos for him. The first, it was crazy. He's, he like offered us, you know, like something like 500 euro budget. And we were just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like real money? Yeah. And like, obviously we ended up putting in, I think, you know, another 500 between us. So it was like a grand budget. Piers McGrail shot it. And like, that was like, you know, boom, we made it something. And off the back of that, he gave us a bit more. And then back of that, he gave us another bit more. So we progressed to eventually making one. Um, I think he might have given us like, I don't know. 10 grand or something for a music video uh, and um, with that we could still at that stage shoot three days and like you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. maximise it yeah, yeah. big time and, and uh, yeah it was it was definitely that kind of gave me the appetite to get more into directing because I enjoyed that so much and I always wanted to do it but never properly gave it a go and like I was saying Stevie Russell made a, a test ad which kind of inspired me to do one as well and as did Will Armstrong there was a couple of people making tests because um, I didn't know about you know commercials directing so I made one and that did pretty well and off the back of that it kind of started me working as a director earning money and traveling and stuff so that was the that was the beginning of of actually professional I, I can do got this you I want to do this yeah. Yeah. yeah but it got you noticed by yeah. agencies yeah and exactly and what was the Spec ad for? Uh, it was a spec ad, um, and it's funny how, you know, your surroundings in influence what you're doing. It was about a, a, a boxer who was actually John Connors' brother, Packy, and he is obviously a traveller from Darndale, and he's like a, a, a boxer. So we ended up just shooting in, in like Darndale and in, in John's estate and also in, um, you know, the site where his family live, and uh, they really were helpful and, you know, ended up making a, a, a cool little piece about a boxer who... Um, was a superhero was the kind of the the angle of it, mm-hmm. and um, I remember it's it's great. Oh, yeah. Cheers, yeah, yeah. So that 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 kind of got 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 me into it, I guess. Cool, yeah. Uh, and yes, yeah, so you've kind of been making ads and directing that way since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of off off the back of that, you know, from not earning a bean in film, you kind of quickly see like it's it's a, a lot different world. Uh, commercials and advertising like you get all the toys you get big crews you get amazingly talented collaborators like I've worked with some unbelievable DPs and editors and producers like Igle Burld was a a, a guy for uh, one of my jobs who shot the first season of House of Cards and like you know it's crazy you know you're working with these mega talented people and just hearing stories about Fincher he's shot for Woody Allen you know he's worked with Pacino De Niro it's just like you know it's crazy so from that sort of um, standpoint it's amazing kind of uh, world to be involved in because it's so educational and also you can earn a living, you know? Mm-hmm. So Does you, it ever get overwhelming? Yeah, I suppose, like, uh, so far it's been okay. It hasn't been yeah. too bad. There's there's definitely moments where it's stressful. I think uh, initially when you first start out, more so than now because you kind of, I guess, have a bit more experience. Like, mm-hmm. I did a job straight after my spec the next um, year I got um, sent to Brazil to the favelas to do a job wow. with Condé Nast and it was like you know they were offering me a fee which you know I was to be honest like in reality was probably 
quite small because they were like, here's a freelance director, doesn't have a clue what he's doing, let's get him in to do it. <laughs> but like, you know, at the stage of that yeah. time, I was jumping up and down, ringing my parents, you know what I mean? Yeah, going, yeah. you'll never guess what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been quite an eye-opener to be there in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. yeah as well. Yeah, no, it was class, it was deadly. Um, it was it was it was mental, you know. It was like shooting in the favelas. We obviously had a lot of security and stuff, and it was probably a safe area in the favelas. Mm. But like, um, yeah, I I didn't have a clue what I was doing to be honest. I, I was just shooting as much as I could yeah. because it was documentary style, and then yeah, yeah. interview and ask loads of questions, and then piece yeah. it together in the edit. But now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But now it's a bit more. I I hope a bit more focused and a bit more kind of aware of storytelling. It's taken a mm long time and still just learning as much as I can but it's mm. storytelling like never really clicked until a good few years of practicing it you know right okay okay mm-hmm. you obviously didn't mess that one up because you got another one <laughs> and another yeah, one yeah I don't I, they haven't hired me since <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I think it went it went it went all right but okay. yeah it definitely it was it was uh it was a baptism of fire. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's w- talk a, a little bit about Wave, if we can, um, which has done obviously fantastically well all around the place. How did that come about? How did, how did your involvement uh, happen? And at what point was it? Were you like, this is great? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like Wave uh, started in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Ben uh, Cleary um, had been mates for a good while, and he was actually in the same film school, but he went to the screenwriting course and not the filmmaking course. So we had always spoken about making something and put in a few applications, put in a few applications to like film base and stuff, and got shortlisted, but never got the funding. Right. So uh, I remember, I think it was like late 2015, I had just done a commercial in Australia and came back and Ben had just, I think, finished editing his first short and like um, no which, one knew. Which, which nobody heard anything about afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never settled out there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I remember he sent it to me and like I saw, and this was before it got into any festivals. Yeah, I seen it in Galway and like, this is before all the fuss and, and all the, you know, the recognition afterwards. But I really loved it. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, so it's class, you know. Yeah. So like I remember seeing it as well, and I was like, "Shit, man, that's really good." Yeah. I was like, "Well done," you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, fair yeah. play, like that's a serious achievement, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was like, "We should do something together now, and we'll just try and make something in a weekend." And he was like, "Yeah, cool." So we ended up just kind of, you know, trying to come up with an idea. Ben heard of an idea uh, or heard of a uh, article about some guy who hit his head and woke up speaking fluent Welsh, and he wasn't from Wales. And that kind of was the kernel of something, and just over like a bit of a bit of kind of time, it, it developed into a script. And then we went about trying to shoot it for for nothing. We got in, you know, some filmmakers who were interested in the project: Bershi Warner, mm-hmm. uh, Rebecca Burke, you know, people who, you know, couldn't couldn't have made it without them really. And like, um, just started shooting, uh, and um, realized. The four days we had booked in to shoot it wasn't going to be enough. We didn't get everything at all. Mm-hmm. So we needed to gradually pick stuff up over you know a period of time. Okay. And that also allowed us to kind of think about what we got and how we can maximize the footage or make you know stuff a little bit better and improve it. It was kind of a very fluid sort of unusual process, which wouldn't be, I guess, that common because you get your money, you make a film, and then you go edit it and it's done. This was very much like two years. We yeah. were shooting little d- days every month or two. Oh, like dipping oh. in and out. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, and was you being in it? Was that 
Was that uh, always that's... part of the? Yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of said to each other like, like we both want to direct, so let's direct something together. You, yeah. you write, and I, I want to act. So like, let's give that a go. And I started doing acting classes when I was thirty because I wanted to one kind of experiment and give it a go because it was like, you know, I'm not getting any younger. Let's try this out. So it was something I wanted to do. But then two, I was like, this could definitely help me improve my kind of ability to direct actors to know what they feel to give them you know more insightful direction because you know it can be quite challenging you know so that helped kind of put myself in their in their shoes and this was just to guess a fun project and and yeah just it kind of grew and grew uh am i right did nathan nugent edit Nathan past, Newton did, yeah, yeah, we had him in yeah, there. yeah, yeah. He's a legend, he's like so un- unbelievably talented as well. And what did he bring? He 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 was amazing. So a, com- a computer, yeah, <laughs> 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 <had> a MacBook <laughs> Pro. <laughs> yeah, no, we were really lucky to get Nathan involved. Mm. Um, one of the main things that I think he brought, obviously, apart from loads of experience and kind of you know uh, expertise and and creative ideas, was was the intro. He he kind of brought us that idea of introing it uh, with my character Gasper um, kind of talking in English and then I can't remember what the original intro was I think it might have just been him floating in kind of space or something but yeah he really kind of hooked us in with that first kind of uh, introduction and um, there'd be a load of little kind of you know ideas throughout the whole piece that he would have brought to the table but the intro was definitely uh, something he he came up with never underestimate the importance of an editor totally mm, big yeah. time big time and the buzz and all that like the i suppose you you were so experienced you were used to handling all that or was it was it was it uh, a lot to take on when that when that kind of broke or um, like yeah it was just it was wild it was yeah. so like we got accepted into Tribeca and we always wanted to really get into a big festival that was always the ambition yeah and it definitely had ups and downs you know be lying not to say like there were moments where like is this working you know what yeah. I mean you're kind of mm-hmm. like shit yeah. and you've put in so much effort and time and and it's three people collaborating so you know it's very kind of hard it's not as if it's just a simple kind of like one person uh in 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 charge it's 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 very much like a a group of filmmakers and friends we're 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 also really good friends so like i guess you just have to try and um yeah just 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 be a a good team member and 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 work together so so best idea wins kind of thing yeah but genuinely yeah exactly that's great yeah 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 yeah. and not to be bitter about not having the best (laughs) idea (laughs) (laughs) which definitely i'm sure anyone who's made something when you first start out can be very protective and and kind of insecure you know so so i guess that never goes away though does it no (laughs) no definitely not (laughs) yeah um so what's next for you um, so next, I am still pitching on lots of stuff. I have um, a doc uh, that I've shot that I want to edit, and I'm trying to figure out uh, when to do that. And then I have a few other little projects, which I'm really hoping I get going. I'm kind of hoping that there isn't too much going on and you know, my attention being split, because sometimes it's better to have less than more. But I feel like um, I've got that. Doc, I've got another short that I really want to make uh, that that Nick Lee wrote uh, called Mrs. Greenan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to make that early next year as my goal. And then I want to act in a short with James Fitzgerald. He was on this as well. Yeah, James. He's a pal of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so James is, has written a, a really cool script. And 
um yeah i'm i'm gonna be the lead in that and that's really exciting so james is great yeah he's really talented i think he's gonna do amazing he's 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 already making such great work and you know i'm I'm a big fan so hopefully he'll yeah cool. yeah he's the, he's the mutts nuts um yeah uh i don't know paul is there anything else uh, yeah well, shall uh, we talk about the pope for a while <laughs> the pope the pope out of the way? um we always ask this question is there any advice that you wish you had been given when you were starting out uh probably just go out and start making stuff as much as you can yeah Literally and 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 writing, write, yeah, like that would be something. I wish I had ten years of writing experience behind me right now, because <laughs> yeah, like right. r- writing is so key to storytelling. Yeah. And if you want to direct, if you know structure, and if you know, um, like just just how to write a script or know how to dissect one and see that something isn't working and all that, I think you will definitely be. Uh, in a good position to to tell a good story, so I, I'd say write and make stuff as much as you can. Cool. Mm. Is there like we face a lot of highs and lows, uh, you know, a lot of rejection and that kind of thing. Do you have any kind of way of coping with the the hard parts of the working in the industry? Oh, you face it all the time, don't you? You know, like every day. It, yeah, everyone knows it, and like I guess. Don't take it personally because mm. all the best filmmakers and actors and everyone in the world has faced it before. Like recently faced it on a few things that like were heartbreaking, you know? Right. And like you kind of go into that angry mode where it's like those idiots. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, you yeah. can't you can't think that way. You just have to take it on the chin and just keep on focused on the next one and don't get bitter and just try and, you know, it's cliche, but just keep on going for it, you know what I mean? Because no one's gonna hand anything to you on a plate, and you got to be hungry, and you got to be ambitious if you if you want to make work that you know is seen by people all over the world or does well. It's 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 hard work, so you just got to be willing to put in the graft, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's for you won't pass you. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cheers, man. That was uh, nice one, guys. Amazing. Thanks yeah. Thanks, Mel. Great. Cheers.